Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 141 of the JB Sism Show. My friends, today we're talking about developing an attitude of gratitude. So buckle your seatbelts. This is going to be fun. Do you have a message to share and wonder, how do I get heard? Broadcasting from the beautiful lakes of Minnesota and the Twin Cities, welcome to the JB Sism Show. This show will motivate you with clarity and help you find your voice so you can take your message to the next level. Now, here's your host, Jason Sism. And taking everything to the next level is what I love to do best each and every week at jbsism.com. Well, my friends, welcome to another episode, the first episode of 2019. So welcome to the new year. And I'm excited about today's show. If this is the first time you're listening, this show is designed and dedicated to helping you find your voice, write your story, and succeed in your family, your ministry, and your life. Did you know we all deal with stress and anger on a daily basis, but it's how we deal with that stress that determines our success in this life. The more stress, um, the more we stress about life, the more we're going to fall into the temptation to become angry and we're going to be disappointed with what life has to offer. But before we can understand what solutions we have in dealing with the daily stressors, we first must begin to understand what causes us to become stressed in the first place. Well, my friends, in today's episode of the show, we're talking about um, developing an attitude of gratitude. And I want to give you five secrets to developing this attitude of gratitude that's going to help you get rid of stress and find the peace that you're looking for. Well, welcome to episode 141 of the show. I am so glad that you guys are here. And I do want to give a special shout out to those who are on Facebook Live watching this. Welcome to the show. This is the first Facebook Live recording of the podcast that I've actually uh, doing. So anyway, I want to say a warm welcome to those. This is an audio podcast, and uh, if you do want to watch the audio, I mean the video recording, it will be in the show notes. You can go to jbcism.com forward slash 141, jbcism.com forward slash 141, and you can actually watch the recording of the show. I have some stuff that are just that's just before the episode here, and I'm going to have some stuff just after the episode, so if you want to catch some of those little tidbits, uh, go to the uh, website and check out the show notes there. Um, but just a little bit here, we're talking about developing an attitude of gratitude and, um, you know, this idea that, that we can actually live a thankful life seems almost out of reach for uh, a lot of people. And there's so much negativity in the world right now. You turn on the news, you turn on social media and, and you just kind of scratch your head and you say, wow, there's so much garbage out there. You know, life is hard and and the stress that life brings into our lives seems to outweigh the positivity that we desire for our daily lives. So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, but before we jump into that, I want to give you just a little bit of an update um, on my personal life as well as um, uh, the blog as well. Uh, if you have been following my website for any period of time, you have noticed that I stopped recording new episodes back at the end of August of um, 2018. 
And the reason why is my wife and I were expecting our new baby boy. Aaron Jason Sism was born September 19th. And so I didn't do a whole lot on the blog. I didn't do a whole lot on the website. Actually, I really took a big step back in a lot of my writing uh, during those months uh, since the end of August. And that's just so that I could spend some time with my family, so that I could, um, you know, help my wife out and and then trying to get back into the daily groove. My wife went back to work and getting back into the daily groove of taking children to work with me again and uh, dealing with all of that. So it's been it's been busy, to say the least, for me. Um, but that's not all. I, I launched a brand new website. Uh, so if you go to jbcism.com, you're going to see a brand new website. I redesigned the entire thing, make it a little bit easier for you to navigate and surf your way around my website. And uh, I hope you check that out. It's It's been a lot of fun uh, to put that together. Uh, so jbcism.com and in the process of all of that, I have been working on finalizing a few new books. One uh, book in particular is my book, The Thinking Forward Journal. This book is going to be released on January 29th, and I'm really excited about this book. I've really become a fan of journaling as of late, and and there's nine questions that this book answers, and I'll get into that in just a little bit, but that's coming out in January here. Later this year, I will have two other books that are coming out. One is a novel. Um, uh, it's a Western, so I'm excited about that. So a full-length novel. The last novel I put out was actually a novella. About twenty-two to 25,000 words is what that one was. But this is a full-length uh, book, so I'm excited to be putting that out. Um, finalizing um, my personal edits on it, and then I'm going to be turning it over to an editor here uh, very, very shortly within the next few weeks. And then another book I'm releasing later this year is a children's book working closely with an uh, an illustrator right now. We have about maybe a third to not quite half of the images done and finalized, so I'm excited. The book is coming together. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. I'm really Really excited about that. It's called King Lyle and the Purple Dragon. So <laughs> if you have any kids, keep a watch out on my website um, for that book. It's going to be coming out later this year. So uh, that's exciting. Um, in publishing news, there's a lot that's been happening in the world of publishing. Uh, number one is if you are a indie uh, author or you are... Uh, somebody who's just wanted to get a few books that are out, you know, get a few books out into the world. Um, one thing I want to make you aware of, and maybe you're already aware of this, but CreateSpace is currently folding. Amazon uh, bought CreateSpace several years ago, and it was their print version um, or print division for indie publishers. Well, they're closing the doors on CreateSpace and they're moving it all over to Amazon KDP. So if you are an author and you have some print books, you're going to want to move your books over. Uh, CreateSpace is going to give you um, a way to do that, to walk you through it on how to move your books from CreateSpace to Amazon KDP. Um, I will also make sure I have a link in the show notes for you, jbcism.com forward slash 141. 
And um, so you're going to want to make sure you move all of your books over. And the nice thing about that is all of your books are going to be, whether they're print or they are uh, ebooks, you're going to have your whole report right there. And you won't need to go to two different websites to get your financial reports. Uh, Amazon's going to have it all in one place for you. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, so if you've not moved your books over, please do that. Uh, the other thing in publishing news is uh, Ingram Spark, which is the self-publishing division of Ingram um, Arbor, which uh, Ingram is one of the number one um, distributors and wholesalers of books. They give discounts to bookstores and libraries and and, and help more people get your book. Uh, right now, they have a special discount where it's normally $50 to upload your book to Ingram Spark. But right now, if you type in uh, the word nano, N-A-N-O, into the promo code section when you upload your book, the nice thing is they're going to wipe and they're going to waive that uh, $49, $50 fee for you. And so it's going to be free until the end of March um, to upload your book to Ingram Spark. So if you have any books that you've been wanting to uh, get published, whether it's hardbound, uh, coilbound, um, saddle stitch, which is the staples on the side, um, go to IngramSpark.com, uh, enter the promo code NANO, N-A-N-O, and from there you will be able to uh, upload your, your book. So... There's that. That's kind of the big things that's happening in the world of publishing. All right. So that's that's the end of that. That's a lot for uh, the opening of the show. So um, my apologies if you just want to skip over that. <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about developing an attitude of gratitude today. You know, life is hard. Stress um, bottles up inside of our, our life and and it seems to outweigh the positivity and, 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 and the positive outlook we want to have on life. Well, and maybe you're like me, but life happens and there's not much we can do to alleviate the problems and the stresses that arise. But I will say this, it's how we begin handling these moments of life that determines our mindset and what our outlook on life looks like. Now, I'm a pastor uh, one of the pastors at Life Church in Eden Prairie, uh, Minnesota. And uh, so in today's episode, I'm going to be diving into some scripture. If you are not a believer in Jesus and you are not a Christian, um, just look at these verses as positive affirmations. And um, um, But as a believer, as a pastor, you know, I look at this as the Word of God because I believe God gives us a lot of good wisdom in the word of God. And we find in Psalm chapter 34, verse 19, it says, Many are the afflictions, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. You know, so we have all of this pro these problems in our life. We have these afflictions that arise up. But it's God, if we trust him, if we put our faith and in, in, in our guidance in him, He's going to deliver us out of these problems, these afflictions, and he's going to help us change our thinking, change our mindset into something that is a little bit more positive. So I want to give you five um, 
five ways that we can begin developing this attitude of gratitude and getting rid of the stress in our lives. And, and so here we go. Number one. Number one is this. Worry about nothing. Worry about nothing. Uh, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, the Apostle Paul writes, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You know, I, I think it's so easy for us to worry. It's so easy for us to let our minds kind of wander around. But when life gets tough and, and we're not sure what the outcome of something is going to be, I think it's easy for us to jump into this realm of worry. You know, I said this in a, uh, in a sermon uh, several months ago. I said, worry borrows from the future something that might not happen. Worry is being afraid of something that happened that you can't control or something that might never even happen. In other words, the very definition of worry is this. It's to choke or it's to strangle you. You know, it, it, it takes what's left of our imagination and, and I believe worry then amps it up and allows fear and stress to consume our thought life. You know, worry is also um, something that is called what I what I say is thinking outside of the moment. You know, we're borrowing from the future when really we should begin living in the here and the now. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 6, he said, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's going to worry about itself. It's going to worry about its own things because sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Or if you're a Star Wars fan like me, a wise Jedi master said, Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. You know, so today, my friends, is the tomorrow that you worried about yesterday. <laughs> you know, it's remembering that when tomorrow does arrive, I'm going to say this, it's God who brought you through. You know, so we just need to live one day at a time. We need to live for today. You know, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about anything because, because God's got it anyway. So if he's got it, then we don't need to worry. It's just, I think it's something that gives a lot of peace of mind. At least to me it does. Uh, number two is this. Be content with everything. You know, I think we like to compete with the Joneses. You know, maybe you're out in the, the grocery store and and, and you wish you could have that lobster that they have in their cart for dinner as well. And what's worse, maybe they don't look like they can afford that lobster. <laughs> you know, it's so easy to cov covet and, and decide to spend outside of our means. But we, we do that, I think, so that we can save face with our friends. And we like to tell stories and we try to eclipse somebody else's situation or eclipse somebody else's story and... We try so hard to be like everybody else. We try to be liked by everybody. Or maybe, maybe, have you ever done this? You try to one-up somebody, try to one-up their story. You know, somebody says, oh, yeah, I climbed, you know, I climbed this rock wall, you know, the other day. And you're like, oh, you climbed a rock wall? Well, I climbed Mount Everest. 
you know, it's it's human nature. You know, we we feel the need to do something that's going to make us happy. You know, if you expect it to always be sunny, then it rains. Boy, it's so easy to lose faith and lose sight of of what peace can look like. Man, you know, you say, oh, God, why, why is it always, you know, raining out? Why isn't it very sunny out? You know, I thought you were the best for my life. I, you know, I thought, you know, things were going well for me. And so we asked, why, why me, poor me, it's sad. You know, the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4, he, he wrote this. He goes in verse 12, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. You know, my friends, you, you, you can't fall into the trap of wanting to covet more than what you currently have. And, and, I, and I say that because you're going to find yourself stressed. You're going to find yourself frustrated with life. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to, for us to just kind of take it down a notch and slow down and, and find some peace in our life. You know, so, you know, don't worry about anything. You know, be content with what you have. You know, be content with, with where you are in your life. And number three is this, uh, set realistic goals. Set realistic goals. Now, one of the things that I've learned, especially this last year, is that goal setting is a significant way for us to force our mind to focus on what's important rather than focusing on your current circumstances. You know, think about think about that fighter, that wrestler or the the boxer who who chooses to focus on winning the battle and doing his best to succeed than he does focusing on the size of the man in front of him. You know, that's what goals do. They they help us kind of look into the future and kind of see where is it that we want to go and where is it that we want to end up by the time we get to the end of our year? You know, so many people fail at New Year's resolutions because they they just say, well, I want to lose weight this year and they're not very specific about it. They just say they want to lose weight and they don't put any steps into place to help them get to that point. I did that for years. You know, I would just make this blanket statement at the beginning of the new year. I want to do this. And then um, by the time December 31st came around, actually, by the time January 31st came around, <laughs> I had never uh, co completed what I set out to do. And so I really began this, this, this journey over the last few years of studying goal setting. And then there's a ton of books out there. One, one of my favorite books out there uh, was written a couple years ago by a guy by the name of Michael Hyde. It's called Your Best Year Ever. It's a fantastic book. And this book is a five-step plan for achieving your most important goals. Um, entrepreneur Tony Robbins and kind of uh, self-positive guru, he, he said, this is a simple program backed by modern research, the best modern research to reach your dreams. And and that's what most people aim to do. They want to reach their dreams. They want to get to where they desire to be. But without proper goal setting, we're not going to get there. You know, one thing is certain. When you choose to think forward and you stop thinking about your current predicaments, 
you're going to find your stress levels begin to decline. Uh, King Solomon wrote in Proverbs chapter 16, he said, We plan the way we want to live, but only God makes us able to live it. You know, this is why I think so many fail at their New Year's resolutions. They don't make a cognitive decision on how to implement their goals. Michael Hyatt in his book that I was just telling you about, Your Best Year Ever, he talks about the right and the wrong way to set yearly goals. And he gave us a, a really simple template that, at least for me, it has proven to be successful. And, and I found myself actually succeeding in the goals that I set. It's called the Smarter Template. If you ever heard of the SMART goals, he adds a couple more letters on there. It's called the Smarter Goal Setting Template. Uh, number one is be specific. You know, our goals must be specific. Think, think about it this way. Uh, you could write down, I will read 12 books this year. I'll read 12 books this year. That's specific. And they also need to be measurable. That's the M. I will read 12 books this year. Again, it's measurable. You can, you can measure against that number. You can say, okay, I only read six books this year. I didn't meet my goal. You know, or I read 10 books. I almost made my goal. I read 13 books. I exceeded my goal. You know, so the goal is measurable. Number three is actionable. You could write it this way. I will read 12 books this year by reading every day beginning January 1st. That's actionable. So actionable means I'm going to read every day beginning the beginning of January. So 365 days go by, you know, did you make your goal of reading at least 15 to maybe 30 minutes a day, whether it's in the Bible, whether it's in a, um, books that you want to read, whatever it is, you know, or, or whatever your goal is, make it actionable. Uh, it has to be risky. Uh, number four is risky. You know, maybe you should push the limit. Maybe 12 books is too easy for you. Maybe you need to read 15 or 20 books this year. My personal goal this year is to read 24 books, 12 fiction and 12 uh, leadership, uh, entrepreneurial, spiritual, self-help books. So my goal is 24 books this year. It's risky. We'll see if I complete it. I, I made about 20 books last year. We'll see if I can push it to 24 this year. Um, number five is it needs to be time bound. Your goal must have an end date. So you could write your goal like this. I will read 12 books by December 31st by reading every day beginning January 1st. So you have a beginning date and you have an ending date. So it's time bound. You know when you're going to start and you know when you're going to end and, and when you want your goal to be accomplished. Um, the goal then needs to be exciting. You can't just have um, a boring goal. So number six is exciting. You know, if you're not excited about your goal, you're not going to get it done. Or maybe the goal is not exciting in of itself. You know, like I will organize the garage this year, you know, whatever. Um, you know, that doesn't seem very exciting, you know. So maybe reward yourself at the end of your goal when you've accomplished it. You know, find an exciting reward, something that's going to motivate you to get your goal accomplished. Number seven is it needs to be relevant. The goal needs to be relevant to where you are at in your life. And, and, and my friends, if you start doing this, you're going to find it harder to focus 
on the problems and you're going to start thinking forward into the future on what you can accomplish. So use the smarter template. You can pick up the book. You can go to my um, uh, show notes and um, click the link. And if you click on the link and buy the book, I will make a small commission on the book, but uh, you'll help keep this show uh, on the air. So anyway, uh, number four is this. Turn off the garbage. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Turn off the garbage. You know, it's bad enough that we go through difficulty after difficulty, but we've become so convinced of our difficulties that we begin to listen to them and we begin to allow them to get into our spirit. And or even you turn on the news, you turn on Facebook, you turn on um or you listen to the negative people, I should say, you know, at work or whatever it is, you know, boy, you know, that stuff is going to pollute our minds. It's going to pollute our spirit. And, 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 and we're only going to be thinking negativity and we're only going to be thinking about, you know, the gloom and despair and all the agony on me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's time for us to change our mindset. It's time for us to go to God in prayer it's time for us to read the Word of God or read good self-help books that are going to help us get out of the, the funk that we're in and, and get into the, the you know, positive mindset, the thankfulness um, that we can experience every day, you know, and allow godliness and allow goodness to, to flood our hearts and flood our minds. You know, we need to develop a, a new filter in our lives that's going to keep the pollution of this world from affecting us. And I think that's where where reading every day is going to come in handy. That's why I focus so much. Reading is not only going to make you a better person. If you are a writer or you are a leader, it's going to make you a better leader. It's going to make you a better writer. You know, so reading is a great way to keep the pollution of our mind at bay. You know, so turn off the news, turn off social media. They're all highly toxic and they're going to affect you. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak forth. So dump the junk, dump the toxic um, waste, and begin developing an attitude of gratitude. So how do we do that? How do we develop an attitude of gratitude? This brings me to my final point. You need to journal your way to a thankful heart. I'm going to say it again because it sounded so good. (laughs) Journal your way to a thankful heart. You know, My life is shaped by my thoughts. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. You know, it's how we think. It's how we act. You know, that determines our success. And and, But if we begin writing down our thoughts, we're going to begin giving ourselves something new to think about. You know, for me, I try to go out of my way. I don't make it every day, but I try to go out of my way to journal um, every day. And and this is why I'm developing a new book um, that's coming out January 29th called Thinking Forward, uh, Developing a Daily Habit of Affirmation. So it's a journal. It looks beautiful on the inside. It asks you nine different questions. You can see that I've already filled out some, you know, a bunch of the pages. Um, it's a great journal. Um, I, you know, I try to plan out my days as well. I have uh, Michael Hyatt's uh, Full Focus Planner, you know, where where I can actually plan out my, my days. I can plan out how I want my 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 life to be, you know, because I want to go out of my way to plan my way out of the life stressors. 
You know, I, I don't want the problems to invade my life, and I don't want to go through life without finding a solution to fix the problems. You know, it's easy to worry about tomorrow, but if we live life for today and we take our thoughts captive and we begin to have this dedication of being positive in our daily life, boy, our mindset's going to change like that. And so, you know, the goal of journaling is to help, and the goal of this journal, my Thinking Forward journal, is to help you uh, begin thinking about the positive aspects of your daily life. I want you to document your wins. I want you to document your lessons learned, what you've read today. You know, I want you to write down positive affirmations. I want you to write down what is it that I want to accomplish tomorrow that are going to further my goals into the future. You know, to help you dig down deep and find this this positive, um, good, you know, that, that we have on the inside of us and 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 dig down deep and find what it is that you truly are grateful for. You know, this this journal is going to be released on January 29th and uh, watch my website, jbcism.com forward slash products. And I'm going to be soon having a product page for the journal that you'll be able to read all about it and then find out what this journal is all about. Um, this, this podcast is really designed to help with that as well. But um, this... This is a 90-day journal that's going to give you the tools that you need, the template that you need to develop a mindset of gratefulness. So whether you're journaling for personal reasons, professional reasons, or just because, (laughs) this journal is going to help you stay focused on what is important by helping you gain the results that you want out of life. So what's inside this journal? This journal has 90 days of journaling pages um, with nine questions to help you. Uh, It'll have a a daily index to help you find what you're looking for. This journal is going to help you slow down so that you can process your day and think through some of your biggest wins and some of your your biggest discoveries. Uh, This journal is also going to help you find what you're most grateful for. It's going to ask you questions to help you connect with yourself on an emotional level by helping you develop a daily habit of affirmation. So it's going to help you reconnect with your goals and it's going to help you become consistent. You know, one of the things that, that I found difficult is um, using like a Moleskine journal, which, you know, which is nice. But the problem with using a journal like this is, is, is it just has blank pages and it doesn't give you something um, concrete that you can use to help you develop uh, consistency. And so by asking you these nine questions, I'm going to help you connect with yourself on an emotional level and help you develop this daily habit of affirmation. And these nine carefully selected questions will help you focus on your biggest wins and help you leave a legacy for future generations. So the journal is actually broken up into three main sections. Uh, The first section is Thinking about today. Um, three, the three questions for today are, what did I do today? So just write what you did. What were my three biggest wins today? So what, what did you succeed at today? What, what were your biggest wins today? And what three things did I learn today? That's different than your wins, by the way. They can be similar, 
but you, it helps you dig deeper into your wins. What three things did I learn today? So maybe it's a, a truth you've learned about yourself today, or maybe you realize, you know, I'm not very good at this and I need to start doing this. I need to stop doing that. So, you know, what, what three things did you learn about yourself today? The second section is called an attitude of gratitude. This, this section is going to help you dig down deep and pull something up that you're grateful for by writing down positive affirmations. So here are the four questions. So there's four questions in this gratitude section. Uh, one is, what am I grateful for today? Just write what you're thankful for. What are you grateful for? Number two, what emotions am I experiencing right now? You know, how am I, how are you feeling? What, write down how you're feeling. You know, maybe life has been difficult today. Write down how you're feeling um, and, and, and work through that in your own life. And then write down a daily affirmation. This could be a scripture that you've read today. This could be um, just writing something positive about yourself. Um, this could be something, maybe it's just an observation. You write down an observation, but write down a daily affirmation. And the fourth one is, what did you read or what did you listen to that stood out to you? You know, we always want to be growing. We always want to be learning. We always want to be moving forward. And that's why it's called the Thinking Forward Journal, because I want to help you think forward. And then that's where the th uh, third section comes in. It's called thinking about tomorrow. What key follow-ups need your attention? Just write down what key follow-ups from today need your attention tomorrow. Write them down. Maybe it's a to-do list. Maybe maybe it's your grocery list. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. Maybe it's a reminder to do something. Uh, and then what three to five things must I accomplish tomorrow to further my goals? You know, so these are the big things you want to accomplish tomorrow. You know, um, you know, the, the, the book that I have, The Full Focus Planner, helps me connect every day my big daily three. You could use this journal as a way to help you plan for tomorrow. Uh, you can use the two books side by side. You can use the Thinking Forward Journal by itself. Um, but, you know, write down what your goals are. You know, reconnect with your daily goals. Make achieving your goals a daily habit. Um you know, that way you can get more done in your life. You know, this this journal, and I'm so excited about this journal, it's designed to give you a template to stay focused, to get your ideas, your goals, your thoughts, all written down in one place by taking a moment to reflect on every single day. You know, because when we begin thinking about every single day, we begin thinking about, you know, what we have in our daily life, and, and, and accomplishing the goals that we have, boy, we're going to find out that, that we're going to take our life to the next level. You know, I'll say this. You were meant for greatness. You were meant to be happy, happy and positive. So it's time to start thinking forward. Stop looking at the negativity of life and begin thinking about your life positively and develop that daily habit of affirmation. Well, my friends, thank you for listening to today's show. My name is Jason Sism. Find the full show notes of today's episode at jbsism.com forward slash 141 and tell somebody about this show. Let's spread the message because I want you to develop a daily habit of affirmation because God has something awesome for your life. All right, my friends, God bless. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye for now.
Thanks for listening. This has been the JB Sism Show. You can find the archives of the show at jbsism.com or on iTunes. Don't forget to visit jbsism.com to download a special ebook when you sign up for the free newsletter. You'll get new episodes, updates, and so much more. This podcast is copyright Jason Sism and Sism Enterprise, all rights reserved. Until next week, stay motivated with clarity, take your message to the next level, and find success in your family, ministry, and life.